Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur and mom of two. As women, we are so much more than just one thing. We're wives, moms, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and dreamers with goals and ambition. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from juggling family, work, and fun to making your dreams a reality through simple, effective marketing strategies, all designed specifically for the busy mom who doesn't have a lot of extra time. So whether you're just getting started or already have an established business, there's something here for you. If you're ready to take on the challenge of becoming your own boss and making your dreams a reality, then let's get started because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome to episode 209 of the Girl Means Business podcast. Before we get into today's really great topic, I'm going to not only walk the walk, but I'm going to talk the talk and take my own advice, and I'm going to put my call to action for this week's episode right here in the very beginning where I know you are not going to miss it. Now, in case you are not familiar with a call to action, that is where you ask somebody to do something with your content. So on social media, it might be like this post, share this post, send me a DM, or if it's in a blog or a podcast or a YouTube video, it might be to go do something or to leave you a note or reply to an email, or in this case, go leave me a review. As a podcast, reviews are golden. It's how iTunes and all of the other platforms know to push our content out to new people. It lets the platform know that this is a podcast people are enjoying and others might enjoy as well. And so as a thank you for 209 episodes of just incredible content. Hopefully you're enjoying it all. Please go over to Apple Podcasts. Leave me a quick review. It could just be how many stars you want to give me. But if you really love me, then leave a little note letting me know what it is you love about the show, letting others know why they might enjoy the show or what you would like to see more of here on the podcast. And of course, you can always send me a DM over on Instagram at Girl Means Business. Say hi come have a conversation with me. Let me know your thoughts on the podcast. I want to always make sure I'm providing content that is valuable to you and where you are in your business. And the best way to do that is to hear directly from you about what you are needing more content on. So if you have questions, if you have specific topics, if you have something that is specific to your business that you would like to have more information around, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what it is so that I can include it in future episodes. All right, now that you've gone and left me a raving review, let's get into today's episode. The topic for today is all about selling. Now, to be perfectly transparent, this is something that I have struggled with in my current business. For whatever reason, sales in my photography business, that came easy for me or easy-ish. Obviously, selling doesn't come easy for most people. However, when I was selling a physical product, when it came to like, I'm selling you these images, these albums, these prints, these, you know, these memories of yours, that felt easier. It was more tangible. With the Girl Means Business brand, with coaching and programs and courses, for whatever reason, I've really had this struggle with where to draw the line between providing value and saying, hey, pay me for this information, this value that I'm giving. Obviously here on the podcast, this is the free content. This is the content that I'm giving you to help you grow your business. 
when you work with me, when you hire me as a coach, when you purchase one of my programs or you sign up for a course or product that I'm offering, obviously you're going to get a lot more that comes with that. But the problem I've always come across is one, where do I draw that line? And two, at what point do I have to start feeling comfortable asking for the sale? And so because I struggled with this, I hired an incredible business coach by the name of Alicia. She was recommended to me by my business bestie, Katie. She had incredible reviews. The first time I chatted with her, I was just like, this is my person. Like I I can relate so much to her. And she has really helped to change my mindset around sales. Now, it's obviously something I'm still kind of practicing and retraining myself to become a habit. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is one of those mindset shifts that I have created for myself thanks to Alicia's help that is also something I know that a lot of other people struggle with. And that is the idea that when you are selling your product or your service or whatever it is you're offering, we tend to fall into this trap of selling the features and not the solution. So let me start with a very simple example with photography. If you are a family photographer and you are trying to sell your family photo sessions and you go onto your website, you go into social media and you're like, you are going to love your session. It is going to be 30 minutes at this local park around sunset. You're going to get 20 digitally, fully edited digital images and I don't know, one print or something, whatever it is that you offer. Book now. Well, the problem with that is, yes, that's great. You tell them what you're going to give them. However, any other photographer that is sharing those same exact type of sessions and those exact specifications is going to share that too. And then it all just becomes down to, well, what do I want to pay? So if photographer A is selling the features and saying, you know, you're going to get 30 minutes at a park of your choice and this many images and this many prints or whatever. And photographer B says, you're going to get 30 minutes at this park of whatever and 20 images and so many prints. And the only difference between the two is the price. More than likely, the client is going to go based on price. However, if photographer A goes into the situation and says, you are going to get 30 minutes of quality family time with no distractions, no phones, no devices, no dishes in the sink or laundry in the dryer that needs to be taken care of. This is 30 minutes of your family doing something that you love and enjoy and capturing that love and laughter and the fun and the excitement of it all to cherish for a lifetime. You will get 20 fully edited digital images that you can then share with family and friends, put onto your Christmas cards, um, you know, however you want to wear that. And then you're also going to get three beautiful heirloom framed prints to hang on your wall at home so that you can relive this incredible moment you had with your family where there were no other distractions in the world around you. Now, this is me saying this all the top of my head. Clearly, I would kind of refine it and clean it all up. But do you see the difference? You are now selling them on the experience they're going to get. The idea that life is crazy and life is busy and you're rushing from this thing to that thing and you're passing by your spouse as quickly as you can because you're taking one kid to practice and he's taking the other kid somewhere else 
or you're busily trying to fix dinners while the kids are crying and screaming and you, you take all that and then you say, you know what? I want to give you 30 minutes of completely undistracted quality time as a family. So you're not selling them again on, I give you a 30 minute photo shoot. You're selling them on, I'm going to give you an amazing experience for your family that not only will you have fun and and create a core memory around, but you're also going to get these incredible images to remember this time by. That makes a bigger impact. As a mom, if I'm looking at photographer A versus photographer B, and A is selling me the experience versus you're going to get 30 minutes, 20 images, and three digital or three framed prints, you bet your butt I'm going to go with photographer A, even if photographer A costs more. Because I want that experience. I want that time with my family that I don't get on a regular basis. So do you see how selling the experience and the journey makes the difference? And the key to this is you have to know what it is your audience is looking for. If your audience are busy moms who have so much going on and their life is chaotic and they just want to slow time down and really appreciate the phase of life that they're in and the age their kids are at this moment, then sell them that. If you're a wedding photographer and your ideal client is someone who wants their wedding day to be this Pinterest perfect thing they can show off to their friends and that they can submit to magazines, then sell them on that. If you are a newborn photographer and your ideal client is a brand new mom who has zero clue what's going to come into her future and she just knows that she wants to capture every little detail of those tiny little fingers and toes and lips and nose and ears and all the things, sell her on that. Don't sell her on how much time she's going to have, how many outfits, how many images. You sell her on the experience. A few weeks ago, I was part of my friend Katie's virtual summit, the Social Profit Lab, and each day there were these live speaker panels, and each panel was on a different topic. So I was on a couple of them, and one of them was on sales. And so I'm on the speaker panel, and we're all kind of answering questions and sharing our advice, and this this exact topic came up of selling the journey versus the destination. And this one guy come on came on, and he was like, I always say that if you're trying to sell me on a beach trip to the Bahamas, you're not going to get me to buy into this vacation by telling me you're going to go to a super stressful, crowded building. You're going to have to take off your shoes and walk through a metal detector. You are going to have to rush to your gate, climb into a metal tube with about 100 other people, squish into a tiny seat and spend four hours sitting in front of a kid who screams and cries the whole time. That's not, that's the journey. That's how you get to the, to the Bahamas, but you're not going to sell them by telling them that if you want to sell a beach vacation in the Bahamas, you say you are going to wake up to the sound of waves crashing on a beach. You're going to lazily get up, have breakfast brought to your room as you lounge on your patio soaking in the sun. 
Then you're going to spend the day exploring the islands. You're going to go snorkeling. You get to do, you know, you're going to go out on a sightseeing tour. You're going to lay by the pool and drink pina coladas all day while reading your favorite books. You know, that's what you sell them on. You sell them on the, the destination, not the steps they have to take to get to that destination. Because if you sell them on the steps they have to take, if you tell me that I have to go sit for four hours with a screaming kid behind me, I'm really going to question whether that beach vacation is worth it. But if you let me picture myself sitting on that beach, sipping a pina colada, reading my book with no kids in sight, nobody who needs my attention, and then I get to go snorkel in the ocean and look at incredible fish, heck yeah, I'm going to be there in two seconds. So if you're selling somebody something, sell them on the destination. So let's look at a couple other examples of how you might do this in your business. Right now, I am getting ready to launch a brand new course um, that is called iClick Academy that helps moms to take better pictures using just their iPhone. Now, I could sell them on the features of this course. I could say you get four modules broken down into, I don't know, 20 different lessons that are going to teach you how to use the features of your camera on your iPhone, how to organize your photos, how to use, um, you know, I don't know, lighting and angles and all these things. I could sell them on that, but more likely than not, that's not really going to get them interested. Now that's helpful. And I do want to talk about that at some point in the sales process, somewhere in my landing page, I do want to have those details, but that is not what I lead with. What I lead with is the result I want them to get. So I'm going to play into that desire that want to capture these fleeting moments in their everyday life. So before I get to all of those details, all those features, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to hook them in on this idea that they can have this thing that they want, that they can document their family's everyday life with beautiful photos using nothing but the phone they have in their pocket all the time, and that I'm going to help them get there, that those first moments, those first steps, that first t-ball game, that first dance recital, that they don't have to worry about missing that and capturing that because I'm going to help them learn how to confidently take better photos of their family. And that's what's going to sell them on this course because there are other people out there doing similar courses. Why would they choose mine? Because I'm selling them on the result. It doesn't matter what's in the course. It doesn't matter how many modules there are, how long the videos are, what extra additional resources they get. What matters is that I'm going to help them get to their final destination. All right, I'm going to give you two more examples. One is a service, one is a product. Now, these are not photography related. So for those of you listening, they're like, Kendra, I'm not a photographer. I don't do anything in the photography world. Don't worry, I got you covered. So let's start with the service. Let's say that you are a virtual assistant for small business owners. So you're going to need to get into the head of your ideal client. Okay, going back to what I said before, you really need to know who it is that you help because you need to understand what their goal is. What are they hoping to get from this, even if they don't really know what that is yet? So as a small business owner, one of the struggles we have is that we're trying to do everything on our own. We wear all these hats and that that's not really beneficial because we're not good at all those things. Like I can be a great photographer, but I may be a terrible bookkeeper 
Or I may be a great business coach, but I have a hard time keeping up with my email inbox. We're not meant to do it all. So as a virtual assistant, you could come in and you have two choices. You could be the virtual assistant that sells them on the journey. So you could say, I will come in each, you know, so many hours per week. I will help organize and clean up your inbox. Um, I will help with client tasks or, you know, these certain tasks. Um, I can help you set up a, a project management system or I can manage these projects for you. And that's all good and great. But again, almost any virtual assistant can do that. What you need to sell them on is you need to say, I am going to help you get back time in your day so that you can focus on your zone of genius, that you don't have to worry about these other tasks that are not something that you got into business to do. You can focus on what it is that you were most passionate about, and I will take care of the rest. No more having to wake up every morning to a chaotic inbox that makes you start the day stressed. You will wake up each day to a clear inbox where they focus on these are the messages you need to respond to, and then I will take care of the rest. You're going to sell them on the fact that they don't have to worry about missing out on client orders or client messages because you're going to help manage that for them so that they can focus on the tasks they need to be focusing on. That's what you're selling them on. All right, next example, let's look at one that's a physical product. So let's say that you have an all natural line of products for babies. So like baby like lotions and um, balms and then like bubble baths. And the premise behind this is that your products have none of the the non-natural ingredients that make them bad for people. They're all natural. They're good for you, good for the environment. They come with like essential oil scents, all those kinds of things. So you could list all that out and you could tell people that, but there's a lot of products that do that. Instead, if you say our products are lavender scented to help calm your baby and promotes a full night of restful sleep. Okay, well, what mom of a baby doesn't want to have a full night of restful sleep for their child? And so if you can say that because we focus on creating a natural product with these calming scents and smells that it is going to help you end your bedtime routine with a calming sensation that helps your baby sleep calmly through the evening so that you can get a full night's rest as well. Now, obviously you can't guarantee a full night's rest for a new mom, but if you tell a new mom that this baby, this body wash, this bubble bath that they're going to give their baby a bath in every night is going to help create a routine of settling down at the end of the day and help them create this calming bedtime situation where their baby might sleep a little bit longer so they can sleep a little bit longer, then yes, you're going to sell them on that product because you're selling them on the result, not the fact that it has lavender in it or that it's all natural. You're selling them on the fact that this is going to be helpful in creating this really relaxing, calming routine for you and your baby so you both get a better night's sleep. Does this start to give you an idea of how to tweak your messaging, how to make little changes so that you're focusing on the destination and not as much on the journey? Now, this week, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of a homework assignment. I want you to start really paying attention to the things around you, the advertisements you're being given on a daily basis, whether it's on TV, 
on social media, other podcasts, um, in magazines, at the grocery store. I want you to really stop and take in some of these marketing strategies. And I want you to ask yourself, are they selling me on the journey or are they selling me on the destination? So I think this could be a really fun experiment to see which which companies, which products or services do a really good job of selling you on the destination versus just giving you the details, the journey. And then I want you to look at your own advertising. I want you to look at your own marketing strategy. Are you focused on the details and the journey or are you able to really tap into what is the destination I'm trying to sell people on? And maybe that means that you need to do some of the work on what is the destination even that my audience is looking for. And if that's not clear, that might be the first place you need to look is what, who is my audience? First of all, that's key. Who is your ideal audience and what is it? What result are they looking to get from working with me or buying my product or buying my service? What does that magical moment look like at the end of that journey? What does that destination look like for them? And then sell them on that. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business and send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories, tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.